go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let them beat you down. Don't let them beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. And it has been uh, quite a couple of weeks since we last met on this here podcast. It has been an eventful few weeks. I agree. Yeah. Yep. And uh, pause for for wine sipping. Uh, (sighs) That's good. That is good. Yeah. yeah, we decided this time around we needed some alcohol, and because we are, you know, we're basic white girls, yeah, uh, we figured we'd drink wine today. So there you go. This this podcast, this episode of Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors is brought to you by Generic Red Wine Company. Boom. Triple B. Boom. Do you know what Triple B stands for? Bitches um, best believe. Bitches best believe, man. That's me. I coined that. That's not even a thing. I just made that up. Triple B, bitches best believe. Do you want to call it B3 or triple B? B cubed. or Yeah, B cubed could work. 3B. Ooh, the 3Bs, bitches best believe. Clearly, you know what? We need to market test it. Go out. Our mission is to go out to a a white girl bar and just test this (laughs) shit out and see which one they react to. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's such thing as a white girl bar? Because I want to go to there. I think a lot of bars are white girl bars, Uh, particularly in Los Angeles. If you go to anywhere that has lots of fruity drinks, if you go and I'm going to like work my I'm just going to poke my head in the door and yell, bitches best believe and see who reacts and what they say. (laughs) And then we'll know how to market that phrase and that T-shirt because that's totally going to be a thing. All right. I'm down. Yep. In the meantime, we should refer to ourselves as something since we're we're being basic white bitches, but we're not bitches. It's true. We're kind of bros. We're definitely not bros. Um, I, I was going to say, I, 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 well, I don't know. We qualify. We talk about, yeah, we don't talk about working out very much. So, yeah. It's not that we don't talk about it so much as we don't do it. That either. also, yeah, <laughs> that could be a problem. Not not working out. Yes. So, totally. Agreed. Uh, and uh, to, to ladies out there, sorry we called you bitches a whole bunch, but I mean it. Is that like a thing where like that's not our word, so we can't say it, but they can? I don't know. I'm just curious about that. I, I mean, don't know. That's a that's we a might good get a whole question. bunch. Of, we should get a, we, if we get a whole lot of hate mail off this, then we can be <laughs> like, well, there we go. Obviously, that's not a word we're allowed to use. There you go. Okay, so we're both intelligent enough to know that the c word is off the table. We know that. I I usually so. leave the c word off the table unless I'm driving in the privacy of my car and someone cuts me <laughs> off. And weirdly enough. Usually it's gender neutral when I yell. It could be a guy or a girl when I yell <laughs> C-word at someone. So, yeah, it, uh, that one doesn't it, that one doesn't so much gender for me. But uh, and uh, bitches tends to be what I think like what I hear lots of drunk white girls calling each other in Los Angeles. They they're like, right. oh hey, what's Even up? Even calling bitch? themselves, We're yeah, such yeah, bitches. Yeah, oh, I'm such a bitch. You're like, oh okay, cool. Uh, I didn't know that about you. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that's what I would say to them if I actually talk to them. I I don't. I just walk by bars and hear this sort of thing pouring out. 
or on the subway. Oh. A lot of the time when I'm on the subway, uh, there's like this party of drunk white girls just <laughs> absolutely sloshed. And I hear I hear the, the, the bitch word tossed around a lot. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that. Well, uh, all right, lady listeners, double L's. What do you think? Is uh, are we allowed to say bitches? We we're not we're not meaning offense with it. We're not uh, critiquing a uh, any personality quirks or traits. It's uh, just in more of a overall label. In fact, we're celebrating how awesome we are because we are drinking wine and uh, and and talking, which I assume is just what what triple b's do um so yeah <laughs> i guess i don't know we'll, we'll help us out ladies help us out i i do have a question though i want your take on this given going off the whole that's our word you can't use it type of a thing sure the whole uh basic white girl thing mm -hmm. which has been attributed to uh getting starbucks uh, drinking wine um that is sort of the I image in the media yes Right, well, a Grey's Anatomy, that sort of thing. Yeah, it used to be um, uh, like Sex in the City kind of a thing back in the early and mid two thousands. It was like Sex in the City, like this kind of these four friends, and they'd say things like, "That's such a Samantha thing that she did," or "That's such a Carrie." Yeah, thing. yeah, those those groups of girls. Yes, those. So, is it is it a should it should I consider it racist that it's basic white girl like that's like like are they like from either angle that they're excluding other races from enjoying Starbucks and wine or mm. are they classifying that this must be what all white women do in which case would that be racist and should I be offended that could be it hmm uh no I think they definitely like <sighs> well I mean here's one thing I uh the the significant other in my life has recently been rewatching Sex and the City, and I have to I'm say sorry. that uh, no, you know, actually, there are parts of that show that are good. There are parts of that show that I don't understand, and there are parts of that show that are just downright bad. Um, <laughs> but within all that, I have noticed that there's a lot of white girls on that show. There's not they. I mean, I understand. Hey, you cast four white people, but but really, for a show that ostensibly is about sexuality and 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 women, there's it's very like just white women really i don't see a lot of black like occasionally like carrie will make friends with a black girl and that's like her, the episode of the one black chick and then she's gone <laughs> so it is kind of weird i don't know i feel you know what triple b's open up and, and be more accepting i guess <laughs> I, I i'm saying that based on me having accidentally watched two episodes of sex in the city that's how <laughs> i base my super awesome thing on that so there you go i'm sipping more wine now you 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 sip away. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> oh, it's so tasty. I'm really <laughs> opening the flavors up is what I'm doing when I do that. Uh-huh. Or I'm sucking a Smurf's dick, one of the two. <laughs> Either or. Either Our or. listeners will never know. No one will ever know. You know, I, I realize that Friends was the same way as well. That's something yes. that I always uh, heard about from from any of my, my black friends that were like, you know, they could have... They could have had some people, you know, uh, that were not white on that show. For a show called Friends, they were awfully exclusionary. I agree. <laughs> like. Well, what's funny is both of those shows are set in New York, which mm. is one of the most diverse cities we have in oh, the country. Oh, yeah. Incredibly diverse. And uh, so it is weird that yeah. those uh, those. And I like, they'd make like a big deal. I remember uh, they'd make like a big like, 
Phoebe's dating a black guy. Whoa. And you're just like, that seems really kind of racist that that's like the <laughs> defining characteristic of this person, you know? Uh, that was like a big deal. You're like, that. okay, sure. I mean, maybe I it just say says that, that, like, they, that we've come a long way, I guess, since the early 2000s, but still. It, it did swing the other way, though, as well. I will say I, I worked actually, I worked on an episode of, I don't know if you remember the show Girlfriends on UPN back when UPN was a thing. I barely remember UPN, but th- was Girlfriends okay. the one with those, like, uh, like they were twins or something? Or No, that was That was Sister, Sister. sister. That's sister. Never mind. I don't remember Girlfriends. Girlfriends was uh, three black women. Uh, it was kind of a Sex in the City type show, I think, but like a sitcom. And um, you were on it. I was on it. And okay, uh, were you like, oh my god, Moesha's dating a white guy? And then you would walk <laughs> on and be like, hey guys, how's it going? No, not even in make believe. People don't date me. I was the only white guy there, the only mm. white person in the cast, on the crew, in the freaking studio. So it definitely swung the other way. Like every single producer, crew member, and piece of talent on that show was black. Like. That's true. I think I think it has it has changed that way too though. Um, recently, I met a guy who worked at he works at BET and he's white and he was like, yeah, actually, it's kind of. I mean, there's definitely it's more you know African Americans work at BET. You know, obviously because it's called Black Entertainment Television, but there is a, a you know it's very diverse now. Like he's like there's we got it. You know, he worked in like the editing uh, mm-hmm. part of the of the production arm and he was like, yeah, no, my coworker, two of my coworkers are black. And one of my coworkers is an Arab, and you know, there's a Chinese guy who's our boss, and it was just so obviously it has integrated on both sides. And now you've got shows like, um, oh, what's the one with Ron Funches on that we were undateable? Undateable. There you go. Yeah, uh, you know, that's a very, uh, you know, it's got a pretty. Well, I guess Ron Funches is sort of the diversity to that one, but <laughs> <laughs> there. Well, there's the uh, there's the other guy. I never know his name. It's like the nerdy guy Bursky or something, and he's. He's got to be, um, he's at least half something non-white. I couldn't tell you if it's Latino or, or black, but he's, 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 uh, he's darker toned. There has, been a, a, there has been a wider um, Latino presence in, uh, I mean, obviously, because there's a lot more Latinos. So, you know, mm. that's, that's good. I think that also plays into diversity. Like, anytime somebody talks about diversity, I mean, obviously, back in the early 2000s, it was not as diverse. But I think we've been getting more diverse because we've gained a lot more Latino. Like, um, what was I watching the other day? And they ran an ad that was in Spanish on a English channel, like a, nor- a predominantly English language channel, and they run a Spanish ad. And I was like, that is a sign of the times right there when they're like, there's probably enough you know, people that speak both that are watching this right now that it's worth running this ad. So I was mm. just kind of like, yep, there we go. We're getting more diverse. So there it is. Uh, you mentioned Undateable. I actually wanted to uh, to give a little celebration shout out about mm-hmm. that. Actually, okay. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, kept up with the the network, uh, the shows that got canned and they got renewed. Yeah, yeah, I did. NBC canceled every single comedy. That sounds like NBC. They're Except a barrel of laughs. For undateable. They're barrel of laughs over there at NBC. And by barrel, I mean they like to put all their comedies in a barrel and then shoot them. (laughs) (laughs) That's the barrel of laughs they are over there. But they actually, they they renewed Undateable. It's the only one. It's the only comedy that survived. And what's interesting and what I'm excited about, other than the fact that I love that show, the week before that announcement, those announcements, those final decisions were made, Mm -hmm. 
Undateable did a kind of a, you know, a last ditch effort to try and boost their ratings a little bit. Yeah. And they did an entire instead of a half hour, they did an hour long episode and they did it completely live. Oh, nice. 30 Rock and did that once, too. OK. And they did theirs was only a half hour. But yeah. And, but they did it twice. So it wasn't like SNL where they did it live for the East Coast and then just re-aired it. They actually ah. did two separate episodes, one for the East Coast feed, one for the West Coast, both live. Nice. Yeah, it was really entertaining. Um, Hulu actually has both of them on. So I was able to see the East Coast and then watch the West Coast. So a lot of the jokes and improv stuff they changed in the West Coast version was directly uh, referencing something from the East Coast, which was kind of fun. Nice. But... Uh, but yeah, so it got it got renewed, and it got renewed uh, for a thirteen episode season. All of them now are going to be live. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So NBC liked what they did, and uh, and they they that's the only comedy they kept. And I don't know if they're going to do hour long again, or if they're going to be half hour live shows. But they're the whole season's going to be live. Is NBC the one that did the Sound of Music, or was that ABC? It's NBC. It's NBC. Uh, the the current um, head of whatever talent or something or other uh, is trying to make live television more of a thing so that oh, okay. the musical, like Peter Pan, Sound of Music, that's now an officially an annual event they'll do. Yeah. And uh, well, Up and your game from Peter Pan because that was weird. So Yeah. In fact, Sound of Music was kind of weird too. So maybe just – I hear they're doing Grease next. Nothing can go wrong there. That'll be fine. That won't come off weird. Yeah, it probably will. Yeah. But I think my problem is the way they cast them. They always get like a good person to start, and then they're like, who can we pair with them? Christopher Walken! Or who should we get to be Captain Von Trapp? How about the vampire from that one show? And you're just like, guys, guys, <laughs> what? No. Just don't, don't stunt cast it. Just, just get somebody. It doesn't need to be like the most amazing thing. Wait, was it, was it Bill from True Blood? Bill from True Blood was Captain Von Trapp. Wow, I blocked that out. I was distracted by uh, your favorite, Carrie Underwood. Ugh, yes, <laughs> she also was there underwooding all over the place. Uh, speaking of TV shows getting canceled, before we celebrate something for you, mm. uh, I did want I, 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 one of our listeners wrote in and was curious, had a question for you, so uh, I, I figured you should answer this one on the air. Okay. Do you have the same vehement hatred for Kelly Clarkson that you do for Carrie Underwood since they were both birthed out of American Idol? Um, it's close. I don't care much for Kelly Clarkson, but I I think uh, some of her music I enjoyed. And I'll be clear here. Some of Carrie Underwood's music I enjoy until I find out it's Carrie Underwood. <laughs> and then I stop enjoying it. Um, in the same way, like... Like Kelly Clarkson did from Justin to Kelly, and that sort of proved my point. I didn't need to tell everyone she was talentless and shitty because she kind of <laughs> beautifully illustrated it with that movie. Uh, and so, but the problem is Carrie Underwood has, uh, I mean, she's, she needs, well, since the Sound of Music thing where she was so awful, I guess not that awful. But anyway, my point is since she Her belched, acting was bad. Her acting was bad. It really sort of helped me to be like, okay, cool. We can all we can all agree that that was bad, and you all recognize that Carrie Underwood, if she had not been on this show that randomly trumps up whoever the hell they want to, and mm -hmm. is totally staged from beginning to end, as far as I can tell, uh, is 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 you know is fallible. Then fine. It's 
It's when people blindly are like, oh, my God, Clay Aiken's like the greatest thing ever, right? And then like two, later, two years later, they're like, uh, Clay who? I don't know who I was talking about. It To me, the winners of American Idol are like drunk one-night stands that the American public has with singers. <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, God, he's so great. And then they're like, God, I've got VD now. Shit, I guess I better <laughs> go to the clinic and get some other form of VD in my head so that I can, you know. What's it called? Uh, an RS? Ruben Stuttered? Yeah, I'll get that. Let's go get that. Let's hit that up. So, <laughs> yeah, don't ask me why. But So, no, I guess long long answer, no, I don't hate Kelly Clarkson as much as I hate Carrie Underwood, and that's mildly hypocritical of me, but whatever. And but, uh, one last thing, because you mentioned uh, from Justin to Kelly, which reminded me of this. Okay. Um, I'm worried now. Was it VD? No. From Justin to Kelly and VD have a lot. I used to call herpes from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> oh, did you see from Justin to Kelly? You did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you better wrap it up then next time. <laughs> no, the um, uh, I think it's Dr Pepper. Uh, has the had pr- the prune soda. Cool. Yes. Uh, I believe it's them. Has uh, had an ad campaign, a couple commercials where there was this little rock star guy and i can't remember what they call him like little kick or something and okay so like they'd mention his name and then like a door would fly open with smoke machine going and this miniature rock star would like knee slide out and be like yeah when when you say miniature do you mean like a height challenged individual uh well yeah essentially like they're setting up like a hornswoggle yeah like a like a like a midget but it's not a midget (laughs) okay it's, How is something like Hornswoggle but not Hornswoggle? Because it would be you filming it, and then they edit it to make you appear smaller than everyone else in the scene. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Right. Got it. And okay. what I found out, and he definitely, when you hear this, and if you see the commercial, you will not be able to miss it. I did not catch it until I actually saw this online. Little, little dude mm-hmm. is Justin. Oh my! Really? Yes, he got rid of the fro, and it's like straightened out, and it's like Axl Rose style long hair. Wow! And uh, and that's pretty much what he is. He's like a tiny Axl Rose, but that's how I know it's not a midget because it's Justin. Yeah. But it's just you know with camera effects and and editing and whatnot, they make him appear to be tiny. But I was like, holy shit, Justin wow. is that's little kick or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> and that's where you go. After you're done with American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so speaking of American Idol, I'll let you break the news. Cause it's gone, folks. <laughs> it's over. We can all come out from our shelters now. Society can resume the 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 as long as we're talking about VDs, the herpes <laughs> of our artistic world and expression has disappeared and now, if someone can just sabotage the voice, we might get back to being able to live normal lives. Oh, and kill The Bachelor, too, because that shit's just disgusting. I agree with The Bachelor. Uh, I haven't been interested in American Idol in years, mm. although it's not gone, gone. I believe it's gone in 2016. Which it's gone next year, so it's, we're yeah. not in the clear yet. Yeah, no, stay down for another year and then, then slowly <laughs> come back out. I'm sure they're going to milk it for all the pathos it's worth. So, yeah. Do you think we'll see Simon or Paula come back for the final season at all? Even just like for Oh episode? yeah. No, they'll 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 will victory lap every turd they can find. I, I disagree with you on the voice. I actually do like that one. Um just because it's 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 uh, 
different-ish. It's still, you know, a singing competition that's probably staged, but it's different-ish. But we can we can disagree on the voice. That's fine. We can both agree that at least American Idol being gone is going to be a good thing, and hopefully reality TV staples that have been around forever, like Survivor and Big Brother, can start to go away too if they haven't already. It'd be nice if they just you know do something new. Like I mean, hey, obviously I I just am not a fan of reality television, but it'd be cool if they just you know something new, something. Well, I want to go like back to the time before reality TV and just have scripted TV, or up the stakes. Like, sneak into, like, some closed country, like Burma. Like, that'd be awesome. Like, I'd watch that. Be like, hey, we got a suburban soccer mom, a former rock star from Guns N' Roses, and a bunch of assorted other people. They all have to sneak into Burma without getting caught and executed. Go get them. You know, like, I just <laughs> I feel like that would be a good show. I would watch that show. I would give a shit. Make Blurk Shirtin, like, <laughs> you know, cr- swim the English Channel. Make him do it with no training. He just swims it he drowns hey that's tv right there boom if i have to watch if i have to watch more insincere douchebags try and decide if they're going to marry this guy or not on the bachelor then make put guns in it or something so yeah women can be douchebags too that's why i called them douchebags yeah you you lost me for a second i was like did they do the first ever gay bachelor because that would be be great do that make the gay bachelor man you want to talk well it's gonna happen now now that i said it that's true i'm i'm excited gay bachelor and elton john can play at their wedding and it'll be so awesome and like so many cross promotionals like banana republic will sponsor the whole damn thing like it'd be (laughs) super freaking awesome i will be there i will be tuned in and and i will be like is he gonna pick him is he gonna pick him I don't know. So, yeah. Shifting away from our uh, reality TV dreams. Hatred. Yes. Um, shifting away from the reality TV stuff and going to probably something that's just as scripted as reality TV. Kay. I want to talk about some playoffs right now because Ooh. for the moment, that's I second. can actually be proud to be from, you know, Chicago. Oh, <laughs> Okay, I mean, yeah, yes, sure. I mean, (laughs) proud to be from Chicago is sort of one of those phrases like Alanis Morissette's entire album, ironic (laughs) or whatever, you know, like, I guess, sure. You know, to be fair, yes, the Chicago Bulls are doing quite well. Mm, They're doing better than they have done. That's true. Although, at the time we record this, they're currently down 3-2 in the series, so yes. uh, the next game could very likely be the end. Which, so by the time this thing comes out, they may be done. I will say if it happens, I might have to take a contract out on LeBron James because I'm tired of it. It doesn't matter what fucking team he's on. Mm. LeBron James is the anti-Chicago Bulls playoffs mechanism, plain and well, simple. I'm- he does he does seem to be the Darth Vader to their rebel uh you know, yeah. The Alliance. rebels. Rebel Alliance, that was what I was looking for, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, no. Uh well and he, he is okay, here's the thing. Like LeBron James is definitely up there with Michael Jordan for one of the greatest players. I, I, I at this point I'll take my hat off to him. As far as personality wise, I think Michael Jordan definitely wins that one hands down, but mm. LeBron James, as far as player skill, hell yeah, he's in the same conversation as Jordan for greatest of all time. Uh, where I think I'd lose him on that, by the way, is, is again, personality. Michael Jordan carried it with the Chicago Bulls. 
he, through good times and bad, he didn't go to Miami to win a championship and then come right. back. So uh, yeah, that's why I'm a little bit more with Jordan than I am with LeBron. But no, he he played a hell of a game. That last game, he did everything. Like the, the if, he, if the Cavs had not had him, that series was over. Like would have been three three easy right mm-hmm. there. Or sorry, three two the other way. Um, right. Because yeah, he carried them the last game. And then of course the game before that when he hit the buzzer beater, like that was brutal. Well, no, that was the game he hit the buzzer beater that put him to three two. I think. Well, I thought no, it tied it. That's right. That's right. I didn't actually get to see the three two game. Uh, because I was working, but yeah. I saw I saw the buzzer beater one, which still pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's within the rules. They talk the commentators even talked about it, but it's a rule that needs to be changed. There, uh, Cleveland was out of timeouts. In fact, they almost gave the Bulls some pen, uh, some foul shots because the one of their uh, assistant coaches or something was trying to call a timeout. He was the coach. The, the coach head was coach was it? he was trying to call a timeout. Uh, and then his assistant, one of the assistant coaches, got up okay. and sat him down. And was like, "Dude, no, we're we're screwed if you do this." Right. And so and they so didn't. Yeah. The cameras so that, caught it, but the refs didn't. So that so that was mistake number one. Fine, refs didn't catch it. Whatever. It's like WWE. Refs didn't see it. It's not illegal. But then, with the whole ball going out of bounds thing, and they went to replay to see how much time needed to be on the clock and whatnot. Hmm. That allowed Cleveland to huddle up and basically get a free timeout. And yeah, so even, but even the that would have happened with saying, anybody. What's that? That would have happened with anybody. Like well, no, been, that's what, I've that's seen what it happen is, many times. The thing with and, replay is it gives you basically a free timeout with a lot right, of teams. Right, and, and that's what, the, uh, that's what the, the commentators are saying, and I actually agree with it, not just because it fucked the Bulls, but just in general across the board. What they need to do on the replay situation is they need to literally make it so that all the players need to stay out on the court, away from the fucking coach. That's all. It, that's all you have to do to take away the free timeout thing is just don't uh, let them huddle up and draw up a play. The, they technically they could just walk over to the edge of the court and stand there, and the coach could talk to them. There's no real way to enforce it. I know you're sad. They, they could make brutal. them stand on the other side no. of the court from their bench. No, it wouldn't work. Then the coach would just yell, and then it'd just be weird. There'd just be some guy screaming on the sidelines, which he already is doing anyway. <laughs> Either way, it's been a great series. I will give it this. It's been one of the better series. It's, there's actually been a lot of great series. Um, oh, I've been Clippers watching the in go- San Antonio was insane. Clippers in San Antonio was good. Uh, Clippers and Rockets has been pretty good, though. They keep like blowing each other out. Like One game, one of them blows the other one out. The next one, the other one does. And the Golden State-Memphis series has been fantastic to watch that's just a battle of the titans so it's great playoff basketball all around um who's left who else is left in the uh east there's cleveland and chicago and then whoever wins that plays the wizards and who else is left oh man it's wizards and hawks hawks the hawks are left uh and i think the hawks are currently up on them so or wait no they play tonight they're tied i think and i think they play tonight so Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'd like to see the Wizards kind of go. I like them. They're a younger team. They're kind of hungry for it. And also, I, I mean, I got to say, whoever wins the Cleveland series, the Cleveland-Chicago series, is going to go to the title game because I don't think Atlanta or Washington can beat either the Bulls or the Cavaliers. So I'm, I'm hoping that the Bulls can pull it out for many reasons, one being I'm a fan, two being mm. I'd love to see them go to the, you know, on through the playoffs, but three – just get past LeBron James. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. I'm so tired of seeing every year that they've made to the playoffs the last, what, four years or more? Yep. It's yeah, been some 
some incarnation of LeBron James and company yep. fucks them over. Pretty much. So yep. that's my Every rant. Year. But the other reason I can be proud to be a Chicago, at least a Chicago sports fan right now, is the Blackhawks are are still doing Now, granted, they had a pretty bad loss uh, due to a, uh, I want to say an actual full-on broken ankle. But Damn. So, well, we'll see how they we'll see how they bounce back from that. But, uh, yeah, their last round of the playoffs when they were against the Minnesota Wild swept them. So they've been sitting waiting. I think they're playing the Ducks in the next round. Nice. Well, hockey, America's least cared about major sport. But golf. No, I know way too many old white dudes that love golf. People <laughs> love that guy, too. Yeah, and there's a lot of people. I, I'd put it on about the same footing as hockey, actually. And there's more hockey fans I've noticed now. Like, I think it's growing in popularity. But, uh, yeah. yes, Chicago is able to field a winning hockey team, uh, a winning basketball team. Say the it. other two, no, they're not able to field a winning football team yet. But and they're definitely not able to field a. Uh, w- they're they're winning baseball. Their teams are getting better. The Cubs are better. Um, Chris Bryant, their wonderkin, has been doing pretty damn well. Uh, and so her a couple of the other Jorge Soler is one of the other dudes who's doing well for him. He's such a basic white bitch, though. A- actually, I think he's from the Dominican Republic, so he's a. Of DR. course he is. He plays Major League Baseball. They all are. I'm pretty sure the guy named Chris Bryant is not from the Dominican Republic. Just it's a cover. Just really? Wow. Yeah. Man, yep. he really carries it well. I'm just surprised. He has yep. no rhythm, so I would assume he's not Latino <laughs> at all. Uh, but, yeah, no, the Cubs are doing okay. Uh, you know, they've got some good players, finally. Now they're going to trade them all off, I'm sure, in an attempt to get better. So they'll trade them for veterans past their prime who will then promptly fall apart so that uh, the Cubs can suck again. I'm sure that's happening. Oh, we didn't. Uh, let's talk Chicago's draft. How did you feel about the draft from Chicago? Drafting uh, basically Alshon Jeffrey 2.0 with their first round pick, Kevin White. I don't follow college football enough to really have any insight other than just what I see the week or two leading up to the draft. You yeah. Know, with with what all the the talking heads say, but I don't know the the draft for me. It just. I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, it uh, I, the biggest thing for me actually is not about Chicago with the draft. My, my as you know, my secondary team uh, is the Tennessee Titans. And yes. So the fact that they actually they got they had that was it, were they the number two pick? Number two pick. They grabbed yeah. Mr. Marietta. Yeah, from uh, from up in our old uh, college state, at least Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Did, I don't know if you knew this. Chicago Bears drafted in the third round their new center, uh, a man. I forget his name, but he is from the Oregon as well. He's uh, he's the you say the Oregon, the Oregon, because there's another college called Oregon State University that thinks it's an Oregon college football team, but it's not. Ah. <laughs> it's not. Um, but no, another uh, Marcus, Marcus Marietta Center um, went to the Chicago uh, Bears, and he's really good. I think he's going to help their offensive line, which was already much better last year. But I think I think. Uh, the Bears had a good draft. I'll put it out there. I do follow college football, and I'm a draft junkie, and the Bears had a pretty dang good draft. They did not bomb this year. They they picked some good people. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest draft. Uh, they notably did not draft a quarterback. I was just uh, going to ask, did which they, is, uh, did they yeah, do anything no. even deep, deep rounds? They didn't, did they? No, they didn't pick up. Not They, they focused on defense, and they, focused, they grabbed a wide receiver and a center, and then everything else was defensive players. And they were, they're good role players. They got a lot of really good role players in the later rounds. Um, 
guys that can come in and give them some solid you know downs here and there so uh, I think the draft made them better not better enough to top out their really hard division the NFC North is a bitch um, <laughs> so I don't think they're going to be worrying Aaron Rodgers anytime soon uh, but you know I, I think they got a little bit better well, slowly he better, they will get better he better discount double check himself because we're coming this year yeah as long as Jay Cutler is behind the new center, though, unfortunately, you'll be coming <laughs> and going very quickly. <laughs> right after he throws the ball to the cheese. Yep. But we have to, I'm sorry, we set a record last time with most ball mentions. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... Are the balls back? The balls, the balls are back. bounced back. The balls are back in town. The balls are back in town. They've dropped in, those balls. The <laughs> those balls, balls have dropped. Um, and, uh, and it turns out there was some dirty play going on with the man handling those balls. Dirty balls. Yes. Uh, it was some questionable behavior with the manner in which the balls were handled. And, yes. uh, and also now it's come to light that the culprit, um, or at least an associate that was aware of it blatantly mm. lied, tried to deny it. And it he was associated out. with those dirty balls. He was closely. He was familiar with them in an overly familiar manner with those dirty balls. Exactly. So, yes, uh, Deflate Gate has popped back up again. Yes. The report is worded really weird. It's basically it's like they don't want to ad- they don't want to outright say it, but they right. want to say what they can to avoid. I don't know what the fuck, like a libel lawsuit or something. So that is exactly what they're trying to avoid. Actually, uh, I've read the report and I remember uh, I have a friend who is a New England Patriots fan. What? Uh, yes. And it is Im- unbearable to live with him right now, uh, live around him. And it's just like, good Lord. Uh, so basically, a lot of people, the defenders of Mr. Balls Brady feel that he In other words, is Patriots fans only. Pretty much Patriots fans and people that like cheating, which is apparently a lot more of America than I had anticipated, (laughs) um, say that, oh, well, the report's worded so, you know, probably and most likely. And I'm like, yes, if you actually read the report, uh, which I have not done, but uh, if if you knew anything about legal terms, you'd realize what they're doing is basically since they are not a law enforcement entity, the report is basically saying there is a really high likelihood that Tom Brady knew about this. And if you've actually looked at the evidence that allowed them to get there, you can only conclude that Tom Brady knew about it. You don't (laughs) call the guy who they're investigating for deflating balls six different times after the story is broken and and, and send him text messages asking him how he's doing. You just don't do that. Like, I'm sorry, no. And then, by the way, refuse to turn your cell phone over? No. You're right. hiding something. We know it. Tom Brady's guilty as shit. Yeah. They I can't saw... say that, but we can, and I'm going to. Tom Brady is a guilty motherfucker who <laughs> is so far up his own under beautifully underweared ass that he <laughs> thinks he can stand in front of people in a goofy poofball hat before the Super Bowl and deny everything, and then we'll just all go, yeah, sure, Tom Brady. Yeah, you didn't have anything to do with it. He absolutely did. Oh, and as long as I'm ranting now and it's going to I can't until I'm finished. And it is also very suspicious that you and Peyton Manning in 2006 decided to make a huge fucking deal about visitors being allowed to bring their own balls with them 
so that they could prepare the balls the way they wanted to put the balls in their mouth and suck succulently upon them. <laughs> you dirty, filthy, cheating dick, Tom Brady. There. I think we've established how I feel about it. So you're on the fence. I could go either way, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. He might be innocent. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I saw this great meme on the internet, and no, not the one you trolled me with, you dick, which was <laughs> hilarious. I, um, it was really too good to pass up. Which, uh, well, well, I, I, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that in a second because it's worth. Actually you should mentioning. post it to our Facebook page. Actually, I will. I will. Uh, I'll post it to the uh, to the downstairs neighbor's Facebook page. So okay, so I won't talk about that one then. So yeah, so, yeah. guys, check out our Facebook page. It's especially if you if you follow this show and you understand the dynamic that. I heart Chicago and Brian hearts my tears. Um, yes. It's hilarious. But I saw a different meme that was a picture from, well, it had to have been at least a year or two back because Hernandez is in it. Um, it's uh, Hernandez, Brady, and Belichick all uh, down on the football field like uh, during a huddle or, or something like talking. Mm. And uh, and the, the meme text says, a cheater, a murderer, and a sp- and a spy or something. Like yeah. A cheater, a murderer, and a spy walk into a bar or something like that. It was hilarious because the New England Patriots, what what the New York Yankees always do for for overloading their their team with high paid all stars. Yeah, the New England Patriots have done that um, from you know like America's Most Wanted roster. As far as I can tell, I would not be surprised if at this point we discover that Rob Gronkowski is secretly a hitman or something like. All bets are off. It wouldn't know? be so secret. I mean, he's Gronk, for crying out loud. Right. You know, like all of a sudden, someone's in the visitor's locker room at uh, Gillette Stadium, and they discover just a child porn ring down there or something. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're at that point. At what point? You know, literally. So, yeah, they got caught back in 2007, 2008, um, spying on other teams. And, yes, mm-hmm. it was a minor infraction, which, again, is the most frustrating thing about the Patriots, is that they don't go all in and break the rules in a way that would actually help them. They break the rules just to shit on the rules. As far <laughs> as I can tell. They're just like, we could break the rules to, to be awesome, you know, but we're super awesome, so we don't need to. But we just really want to thumb our nose at everyone and can, you know, like laugh. So fuck you. Here's us breaking the rules. Uh, except for Aaron Hernandez, who murders people. So we can officially do that now. He's been convicted. Yep. We can officially call him a murderer. We don't yeah. have to put your foot around it and say potentially or possibly murder. No, he murdered someone. The man that Tom Brady threw his balls to for the last two years. His deflated balls. His deflated balls murdered someone. So just for the record, if you're playing along at home, kids, (laughs) the guy who was cheating at football was was cheating along with someone that murdered someone, all while being watched over and guided by a man who Who likes to watch. Yeah, who likes to just watch (laughs) when he's not supposed to. Yeah. It's the New England Patriots are a piece of work. They, I, I want to say, they are a fantastic team. They are really good. They're Tom Brady good. is a legendary quarterback. Whether he's deflating balls or not, it doesn't matter. He's a really good quarterback. I wish he played for the San Francisco 49ers. He's damn good. But I just don't understand why he has to be a cheating little shit about it, you know? And that's almost so the confusing. worst part for him. Because, yeah, okay, he's going to have a four-game suspension. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. He's still richer than God right now. Yeah, I doubt that's going to hurt his pocketbook too much. Yeah, and and so he takes he takes four weeks off to, you know, fuck the shit out of his supermodel wife. Okay, sure. he gave him vacation. 
really the bad part for him, I would assume, if he cares what people think, is that he is one of the elite quarterbacks. He mm. will be for this generation. You know, he's going to be up there. He's the he's the Joe Montana of this generation, I would say, right. easily. And uh, and now he is going to have that asterisk by his name. Yep. And that that's got to be, I think, probably the worst part. Is like as good as he was or is. Mm. It's always going to be. Yeah, remember that time? It's like Michael Vick. Michael Vick was a talented guy. But when I say Michael Vick, what do you think of? Dogfighting. There you go. Yeah. Well, no, it's like um, currently right now, actually, in, in baseball, um, one of the Yankees, those those beloved Yankees, <laughs> uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, the famous Yankees third baseman, he currently he just passed Willie Mays uh, for all-time hits. And a lot of people said, oh, yeah, great, he passed Willie Mays. Willie Mays never did steroids to get there, so right. enjoy your asterisk. Same thing with Tom Brady. I don't think it's as, There are people that are trying to make the, the argument that deflating footballs is as bad as steroids. It's not, but it's still breaking the rules at the end mm -hmm. of the day. And to anyone that's like, oh, man, Tom Brady is, oh, who cares if he broke the rules? You know, he's smart. I've literally seen just comment, like, comment boards littered with, you know what? He was smart. He broke. Who cares if he broke the rules? He still did an amazing job. Like it doesn't matter. Okay. So here's my plan. I will meet anybody on Gillette Field. On I'm putting just this is this is a, this is a standard thing. Uh, you will have to pay my airfare to Boston, but <laughs> I will meet you on the 50 yard line of Gillette Stadium in the middle of winter this winter, and I will bring my football that I will prepare at home, and and you will bring your football, which will which will be looked at and checked so that it's completely full of air and we'll put them it, it's wh whoever throws a football the furthest wins a million dollars but you can't look at my football and if you do happen someone happens to touch my football and finds out that i've put like special stuff on it to make me throw the ball better you can't say anything because you think cheating's okay like to me that's just the standard it, if you say it's okay that tom brady did what he did you're saying i'm fine with cheating which means you're okay. If someone cheats to get ahead of you, then shut the hell up. I don't want to hear from that person. I totally agree with you. Is it bad that in my head I'm picturing you doing like a Wiley e. Coyote, like strapping a red Acme rocket to your ball? Oh, hell yeah. No, I would. <laughs> I would absolutely cheat the hell out of it. I'd just be like, no, I'm going to cheat like crazy because you clearly don't care about cheating. So I'm just going to cheat. And that per other person that I'm going against who thinks Tom Brady shouldn't be punished for cheating and by the way, there's a lot of people that are saying four games, that's so much. He's not getting four games for deflating footballs. He's getting four games because he deflated footballs and, and then lied about it. That's what he's getting four games for. So, yep. yeah, I, I'm surprised it's not more, to be honest. I, I, I heard people say that he could be out for like six to seven, and I was like, that would be excessive. But four is just right. I'm fine with four. You were talking about having a, a friend that is a Patriots fan, which I'm surprised you didn't say that in a past tense, that, that they were a friend. <laughs> There's somebody that I'm connected with on Facebook, somebody I've worked with in the past on a film, and they're from the Boston area. They're a diehard New, uh, Boston New sports fan, fan. Right? And uh, for the last two or three days, I have seen stuff pop on my feed that – I, I don't comment on it. I wholeheartedly disagree with, with, with his sentiment and the majority of his friends that will comment back in support. I don't, but, it, but it, it's, not, it's not worth poking the bear type thing. Right. But I will damn sure do it on this show. So this guy has just going on a rant for the last few days, 
and what I keep seeing is the and and I, this seems to be echoed by other Patriots fans is they're trying to make the statement they're trying to make the claim that because the Patriots are being punished for this mm-hmm. that somehow this should be interpreted as the NFL is saying it's okay to murder people and beat your wife or girlfriend or beat your children, but if you deflate balls, you're going to be punished. And what I want to say, which nobody has stepped in and said, is they punished those other things too and more severely. Yeah. It literally is like they're trying to say, oh, oh yeah, no, you can, you can beat people up and you don't get punished. No, fuck that. Adrian Peterson missed an entire season minus, I think, what, week one? Yeah, he played week one. That was it. Uh, yeah. Who who does Ray Rice play for right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. No one. Exactly. The only balls Aaron Hernandez is going to be catching are in fucking prison. Yep. The mentality of throwing a hissy fit because your team is being punished for something and literally trying to rationalize it by saying, by claiming that basically just ignoring, pretending that the punishments for the other things didn't happen. And all of a sudden yeah. they're, they're able to say, oh, yeah, the NFL doesn't care about that. I don't know. Yeah, no, they... <laughs> Yeah, they suspended Josh Gordon uh, of the Cleveland Browns for a year because he smokes pot, because he does something that is legal in, st- in, in almost all of the st- in, in well, not all of the states. In many states, it's legal. Mm. However, according to the NFL's outdated backward ass drug policy, it's illegal for a player to take something called marijuana. And he did. He failed that test multiple times. And now he's suspended. <laughs> he may never get to play football again. Because he smoked pot, something that arguably would give him a disadvantage on a football field. Right. So, yeah, Tom Brady did something that gave him an advantage. Yes, they blew out the Colts. The game was over before we even. And weirdly enough, this was a great statistic I found out. Tom Brady actually played better in the second half of that game when he had to use fully inflated balls. <laughs> so Tom Brady loves playing with full balls. He loves it. He just cheats because he's a dick oh and then lies God. about it because he's an ass. Wait a minute. No. Don't you see? The world is wrong. The NFL is wrong. Tom Brady's a saint. He was trying to handicap himself because he knew how much better they were than the Colts, and he didn't want it to be such a blowout. Wanted it to be an interesting game for his, his beloved Boston sports fans. And when they yeah. took away his handicap, he played better. It was so much better. That's so true. Poor That's Tom Brady. So He's true. just misunderstood. So misunderstood, Mr. Brady. I forgive you, and I will name all of my fantasy sports teams about your balls from now on. <laughs> oh, Tom Brady. When I saw that pop back up again on the news, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is Here bad. we are. Back back to Brady's balls. I, I have to say, it's been very nice to hear all the balls talk again. I could just... Oh, man, all news conferences are so much better now. (laughs) When you touch the balls, you should know whether they're full or not. That phrase has been tossed around often, and I'm just like, yeah, keep saying that. (laughs) Just keep saying it, people. It's hilarious. There was some more serious news, but just as equally in a weird, twisted way, entertaining as the balls. Okay. Did you hear about what, what went on in North Korea? Oh, yeah. Their uh, defense minister. Yeah. Yeah, their defense minister got executed 
um, and the manner in which he was executed. Do you have Do you have the story there? Can you Can you read off? The, I I, uh, I do have it. Um, basically, he wasn't executed so much as obliterated, <laughs> and. Like, yeah, like you, I, I have to admit, when I read the story, I chuckled a little, but felt bad because obviously this guy was executed in a horrible, horrible way. He was shot with an anti-aircraft gun. Yeah. Yeah. that And that shit, yeah, you shoot a person with that, you shoot a plane with that, and it <laughs> messes it up. Shoot a person with that, and that's just, that, boom, done, over. Um, the story I was reading about it on, on BBC talked about how, I guess, it seemed that he'd been disloyal to Mr. Kim Jong-un uh, because he um, had fallen asleep at one of the meetings. Let me see if I, I just want to get this absolutely correct. So I'm going to look this up. Uh, yeah, it said Mr. Mr. Hyun, uh, the, the person that died was Hyun Yong Choi, has been executed for showing disloyalty to leader Kim Jong-un. Um, this is what... Um, Apparently, South Korea's spy agency found out about this. Um, they were told that Mr. Hyun was killed on the 30th of April by anti-aircraft fire in front of an audience of hundreds. So people watching this happen to him. Mm. It said Mr. Hyun had fallen asleep during an event attended by Mr. Kim Jong-un and had not carried out instructions. So they shot him with an anti-aircraft gun, which is possibly the most ridiculous thing I would ever do think you could do to someone that's got to be the most expensive bullet you can pay for to yeah uh, to, to kill one person you really wanted to make a statement if you shot someone with an anti-aircraft gun i will i will give kim jong-un that it definitely says something mm -hmm. it might say too much though in that it says you are a sadistic douche yep um and oh my lord please North Koreans rise up and kick him out because oh my god there's just something about Kim Jong-un he looks like somebody took the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy and added flesh and then let it walk around being an, a psychopath <laughs> like that's what he looks like to me like just the most awful horrible and like the way he walks looks like I don't know if you've seen video of him walking he walks like the Pillsbury Doughboy walks you know when he walks up and he's like hey are you cooking with Pillsbury? Like, that's just same look. But he just walks up. Hey, I want to kill you with a ginormous gun. Like, that's just same thing. But it's just, and uh, they, like, stuck a, a weird haircut on him and then put flesh on him and then just kind of shoved him out there and said, you can be Kim Jong-il's son and you can run things when he's gone. And now here we are. So, yeah. I, I'm curious because you said in the report there that uh, it happened in front of an audience of hundreds, right? Hundreds. They gathered people together to see this so that everyone could see and witness and know, do not mess with the Pillsbury Doe douche so do you or he'll think, shoot you. Do you think it was like a Gallagher type of a scenario? Did, like, did they give him like drop cloths for the splatter? Because that's not a clean death. It can't be. I, I would imagine they were not even that clean. If you're shooting someone with an anti-aircraft gun, those things explode. So mm. I imagine they were sitting fairly far away. Man, that's messed up. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty. You're just like, man, those that dude is sick. I mean, I already considered him kind of an idiot. Now I just consider him a sick idiot. So, Going back really quick to our reality TV discussion, though, that you had mentioned earlier about how, uh, you know, if they don't just get rid of it, they you hope that they start pushing the envelope a little bit and do something new. Mm -hmm. did, did you ever see that movie Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Condemned? Yeah. 
Sadly, I did. And you know what? I, the movie's actually not that bad. Yeah, it's not bad. The WWE wrestler. It's actually kind of a decent action movie. Not a great one, but decent. Yes. Right. So I have seen it. So between the concept of reality TV needing to push things and clearly there being, at least in North Korea, uh, an audience for watching people be murdered, where do you stand on something like that becoming like a reality TV show? If it's like convicted killers that are on death row getting put into this uh, murder fest for TV. Be, be, being shot yet? Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to watch that. No? No. No, sorry. I, I, I don't want uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man movie or the Condemned movie to become a thing. Or The Hunger Games. That would Games. be awful. Or The Hunger Games. You, well, it depends on... You know what? If you send the Kardashians out to, like, forage <laughs> in the... Don't send them out to, like, fight each other. Just drop them off in, like, an Alaskan wilderness and just see what happens. I'd watch that. Like, glue Survivor Man with the Kardashians. That would be interesting. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know how we did this. It must have It must have broke right after we recorded the last one. And enough time... Like, we're behind the times. By the time this comes out, this is going to be old hat. But we have not discussed Bruce Jenner. It's true. I don't know what there is, like, a lot to discuss there, though. He was Bruce Jenner. Now he's not Bruce Jenner. Has he he's now d- Mrs. Has he said Jenner. what his name is going to be? Has he picked I uh, Probably. I, I just, I honestly, anything about the Kardashians or anyone associated with them, I tend to just, like, if I, I'll, the only way I know is if I see headlines. To be honest, I felt like mostly what I, like, when I've wandered by stuff in the, in the, um, uh, supermarket line, there's been stuff like Bruce Jenner, his thing, like they always talk about him in the male sense. And I'm like, guys, he's pretty much addressed that he does not want to be a man anymore. Mm. And I think you should respect that. If you're going to if you're going to write shitty headlines about him, at least say Mrs. Jenner does not want people to talk about her that way. That they're fine. Say that at least that will. Now, that's an interesting concept, because let me play devil's advocate. Um, given that, you know, we've you know, we've come a long way as far as. uh you know, acceptance of different lifestyles and whatnot. Sure. But I, uh, an argument could be made that until he goes through whatever uh, procedures he's going to go through to, to you know, to, to be transgender. Right. That maybe it would be viewed as um, mocking or disrespectful to refer to him as a her right now. It just, I just suppose not, you could, not yeah. from him, but from like, you know, uh, just Mr. and Mrs. John Q. Public in Kansas at the grocery store. If they see a picture of Bruce Jenner and it says, you know, what's her new da 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 da, they might go, well, that's a d- that's they're picking on him. They're making fun of his situation. No, no, I, I think it's definitely about the spirit in which they would say it. I mean, I could make it sound like she, quotes wants to be called, you know, like mm. you, it's all about how you say it. And I just I feel like if a person decides to make that choice, A, as a ballsy, forgive the phrase here, but a ballsy <laughs> choice to make. Um, I do not want that edited out. That was a perfect <laughs> Freudian slip. That stays. A ballsy choice. <laughs> Bruce Jenner made a ballsy choice. And he's chosen to become not, you know, to, to change. And I think in the I'm always fascinated by people that choose to change gender, because to me, I, I'm perfectly happy being a guy. I like being a guy. And so I'm always curious. And like I wanted I'd like to, I've had some good conversations with people that are transgender about why they chose to do it. Uh, and it's always just fascinating to me the variety of reasons people have, have chosen to do it. I mean, it always usually comes back to I just never felt comfortable in my own body. And I know a lot of 
like opponents of it would say, well, tough luck, you know, that's the cards you've been dealt or whatever. And I just think as human beings, we should evolve to a point where that's not a problem anymore. Like if you want to be a woman and you're born a man, I feel like you should be able to change that if you want. And we have the science to do, I mean, to fully change you now. So why not? I think it's just something that makes people very uncomfortable because uh, and and right now, since Bruce Jenner is so high profile, there's a lot of very uncomfortable people who are just like, he's doing what now? And it's like, yeah, no, it is definitely, you know, not something everybody chooses to do. I just feel bad that a lot of magazines have kind of like the attitude about it seems to be, can you believe what this crazy guy's doing? And you're like, right. uh, nothing that other people haven't done before, but because it's Bruce Jenner, it's a big, big deal. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, hey, he wants to be Mrs. Jenner. Fine. I'm down with it. I, I don't care enough about Bruce Jenner to really make it an issue. Now, if you were to tell me Jay Cutler was going to do it, <laughs> then I'd be like, well, here we go. Now I can finally make jokes about how he throws like a girl. Um, Here's a question. Let's say Jay Cutler did it or any okay. NFL player does it. Mm. Would, would they no longer be allowed to play in the NFL because they were no longer a man? That is a very interesting question, and that brings me um, slightly up to a different topic. Um, since we are talking about the LGBT co- LGBT community here, uh, transgender part of it, uh, there was an interesting article I read. Uh, someone pointed out that um, this in this year's draft, um, the guy that basically replaced Mike. You know, we all remember Michael Sam, yeah. the first openly gay player to declare for the draft, um, who was drafted in the last round, the seventh round. There's seven rounds mm-hmm. of the NFL draft. He was drafted last in that last round. Not the last player, I think, but it, he was drafted in the last round. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had a hard time finding a team. And the But the argument around him... Is he still now with Dallas on a practice squad or no? I don't believe so. I think he is still looking for a team. Uh, the player that replaced him at Missouri, his college, Missouri, um, you know, the guy, same position... Like he, I guess he was like a year behind Michael Sam, and then he was the starter this year. He played great. He was actually named um, the SEC, the conference that they're in, Defensive Player of the Year, just like Michael Sam was. Mm. Um, and this uh, sports writer did a breakdown of their stats, exact, almost the exact same stat lines, almost the exact same things written. They're don't, very similar players. Don't tell me he went in like the first couple rounds. He went in the third round. Wow. So literally right now, it's like the, the, the thing to me is like, I mean, it doesn't confirm everything because, hey, maybe there's intangibles. There are a lot of intangibles, but kind of makes the NFL look pretty homophobic if they denied like, oh, no, it wasn't a big deal that he was gay. Clearly, it affected how you affect it, how you pick, because this exact same player and ever the, the only thing that got talked about was, you know, uh, oh, this was the other part. <clears throat> He's been convicted of drug felonies. Oh, good. He's like two different times. He actually got reprimanded at missouri state the first two years he was there for like having like i don't remember what drugs he had on him but he was convicted for felonies involving him having a fairly not like a ton of drugs but more than would be good for your own personal use (laughs) uh drugs so apparently what the nfl is saying do you have drug issues no problem we'll draft you in the third round do you like penis last round we're not sure we're gonna take you you're too much of a distraction and you won't have a final roster and he doesn't make a final roster. However, this team is our the team that drafted him. I think it was. I'm trying to remember what team drafted him. I can't off the top. I think it was the Panthers. Just saying that. Are you talking about head. Michael Sam or this other guy? No, this other this other fellow got okay. drafted by the Panthers in the third round, and uh, they're already talking about what a great asset he's going to be and how they're really looking forward to having him. 
things that were never said about Michael Sam, Whoa. the guy who had the exact same stat lines and exact same combine. Now to, like they to ran the fair, same times. To be fair, though, they didn't specify that he was going to be a great contribution on the football field. They might just need a good drug runner. That's true. They may be like, well, we, you know, our guys really like cocaine, and this guy <laughs> clearly knows where to get some. If you're in Missouri, so, you know. As long as you can give our guys coke and not look at their dicks, we have got a five-year, multi-million-dollar contract for you, my friend. Yeah. No, that was so. It was just it was just one of those interesting things. As long as we were talking about LGBT rights, I was just well, had but, to throw that out there. That I thought it was interesting that a player with the exact from the exact same college, exact same position, exact same stat line, exact same combine results, went four rounds earlier than a player who's the only difference really was one of them sold drugs and one of them is gay. That's the big difference. So. Before we leave the topic, though, because I actually had a question for you, um, and you may not have an answer, I don't know, but you mentioned mm. uh, that you've actually had some conversations with some people that have done the transgender thing. Um, sure. That's, that is something I've actually have not actually been privy to any of those insights. So one thing you mentioned, and it is the thing that I, that I recall hearing a lot, is I didn't feel comfortable in my own body. And I'm curious, to your knowledge, has there ever been any uh, scenarios or situations documented where somebody, you know, is born a, a boy or a girl or whatever, and they don't feel comfortable in their own body, and they get the procedure to switch over to the other, to the other gender, and still don't feel comfortable in their own body? Or has it always been oh. a, yes, that was the right move for me? You know, I've never actually, I, I've not learned. There must be some sort of study on that. I bet, I, I would imagine there must have been. And if not, they should. But no, I've never, I, I have not talked to someone that, uh, I'm sure there's struggles. I mean, somebody, I mean, you're changing gender. There has to be days where you, maybe you wonder, did I make the right decision uh, mm. or not? I mean, that's a big change. No, I, I actually don't know. I've never talked to somebody that that wasn't any most, but um, I've only talked to like two people that have ever changed genders. Um, and both people were completely happy and comfortable with the change, but I'm sure there must be some people that, that that's the case for, and that would be an interesting study to see. So if anybody had, as long as we're reaching out to the listeners again, if anybody knows of articles like that, send them my way. I'm actually very curious about that now. So, Yeah, definitely. Let us know uh, the ways to do that again. If, it, if it's a long explanation, go ahead and send us an email. That's at downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter at dneighborsband. Facebook, you know, find, search Downstairs Neighbors. Right now you're looking for a cover photo of Miss Emma Watson and a profile picture yeah. of our mascot, Frankie. Frank. And that's also where you're going to be able to find that super special meme that uh, Brian trolled me with uh, earlier in the week. We Praise are, Lord. We're out of time, Brian. Did you know that? Holy cow. Yeah, we're time out of flies. time. But here's the thing. Last episode, you gave me homework you told me I needed mm. to finish Daredevil. Yes. So did I you? did that, and I Yay. neglected family and friends and my job and other life responsibilities <laughs> so that I could uh, watch that whole thing. And we haven't talked about it, but we said we would. And also, I don't know if you're aware of this, um, mm. this little indie flick actually came out. Um, um, uh, I think it's French. It's like... Avengers or something? Oh, the Avengers de Ultron. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Avengers: Age of Ultron is uh, is out now in theaters. Yes, and, and we, we don't talk about that really. But we, I mean, yeah, we never really discuss anything comic book related. No, but never. 
We probably should talk about that. I maybe. So yeah. here's what I propose, and you can, you know, not to put you on the spot or anything. Not that this is going to, you know, be broadcast to all of our listeners. But sure. How would you feel about doubling down today? Let's make this a two-parter. We'll go ahead and end right here, and let's let's uh, refill the wine glasses and kickstart into a whole new episode, and let's tackle some of this nerdy shit. What do you say? Sounds good to me. All right. So thank you guys for listening. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. We are going to be right back for part two of this week's episodes. What, what? What, what? I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we will catch you in a few minutes. And leave my balls alone, Tom Brady. Don't let me you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a Dry Run production.